This Chazor is saying that the Mishnah of the Pesach says that the neder of an almana or a divorcee cannot be revoked. This Pesach is needed for the case where the almana or divorcee made a neder to be an azira after 30 days, and then she got married within those 30 days before the neder actually takes effect. The Pesach teaches that the new husband cannot be made for that neder since it was made before the marriage. Now, if she can make Zakh the Mishnah, if she made this neder while she was married and her husband was then Mayfer, but he died or divorced her before the 30 days passed, so before it actually takes effect, the nether is still revoked because uh, she was married when she made the nether. Mishnah says, if a woman entered Nisuin and immediately made a nether and on that same day was divorced and remarried to the same husband, he cannot be made for her vow at that point. He cannot be made for her nether at that point. The general rule is, Dr. Mishnah, if a woman goes out into her own rishus for even a moment, her husband can no longer be made for her nadarm from before the new marriage. Zak Digmar, Brisa says, if an almana or divorcee says, I shall be in a zero when I enter into Nesuin, and she then enters Nesuin, Rabbi Shmuel says the husband may be Mayfair, and Rabbi Akiva says that he cannot be Mayfair. If a married woman says, I shall be in a zero when I get divorced, Rabbi Shmuel says her husband cannot be Mayfair, and Rabbi Akiva says that he can be Mayfair. Rabbi Shmuel explains, the Pasuk says that the neder of an almana or divorcee cannot be revoked. This means that only if the nether was set to take effect while she was an almana or divorcee is the case that it cannot be revoked. Rabbi Kiva says, the Pasuk continues and says, anything that she made usher on herself cannot be revoked. That's what the Pasuk says. This suggests that it cannot be revoked when the nether is said while she is an almana or divorcee, irrespective of when it's set to take effect. Rabbi Chista said, our Mishnah can only follow Rabbi Akiva. Abaya said, our Mishnah can even follow Rabbi Yishmael. Why? Because in our Mishnah, the nether is dependent on a set amount of time passing, and therefore we follow the time at which the nether was said, whereas in the brisa it was dependent on a change in her marital status, and therefore we have to follow the time that the nether takes effect. The Mishnah in Perik Narmai gives the general rule that as long as a girl has not yet left her father's rishus, the father and her husband during the Arison are together made for her nadarm. This rule teaches that if the father went along with his daughter and the husband's messengers, if I'm sorry, if the father went along with the daughter and the husband's messengers, meaning who came to take her to her father's house, or, or the father's messengers went along with the daughter and the husband's messengers, she's considered not to have yet left her father's rishus. In our Mishnah, the general rule teaches the reverse, that if the daughter has been given over to the messengers of the husband, the husband can no longer be made for nadarim, Made prior to that time, meaning a husband after Nesuin can only be made for Nadar and made after the Nesuin. So each, each, each Mishnah is teaching sort of a different aspect. Zuck the next Mishnah. There are nine girls whose Nadarim stand and cannot be revo- revoked. Number one, a Bagaris whose father had married her off as a minor and is now divorced or widowed. Number two, a Naira who, beca- who became a Bagaris and whose father had married her off as a minor and is now divorced or widowed. And number three, a Naira who is not yet a Bagaris and whose father had married her off as a minor and is now divorced or widowed. That's three, that's like sort of a group together. It's really all saying the same thing, just a very slight variations of the same thing. That's the first group of three. Next, number four of these uh, girls whose nadarm standing can't be revoked. Number four is like this: is a bagaris whose father has died. Number five, a naira who becomes a bagaris and whose father has died. And number six, a naira who has not become a bagaris and whose father has died. Again, a group of three, very similar, just slight differences between the second group of three. Finally, the last group is number seven: is a naira whose father died and who became a Begaris after his death. Number eight, a Begaris whose father is still alive. And number nine is a Naira who becomes a who became a Begaris and whose father is still alive. Rabbi Yehuda says, also if one married off his daughter with Nesuin as a minor and she became widowed or divorced and returned to her father's house while still a Naira, her Nadarim cannot be revoked. 
Zakt the Gemara, Yehuda named Rav said the grouping of the Mishnah follows Rabbi Yehuda, who would group what it's essentially three cases and make them into nine. However, the Chachamim would say that there are three girls, meaning they would keep it simple without explaining. They don't argue, but they, they would just list the nine as three, like we saw. There are really three different, only three different cases, which the Mishnah expanded into nine. So that Rabbi Yehuda would talk, expand. The Chachamim would keep it simple without explaining the cases, um, meaning they would say a begeres, an orphan, and an and, and a meaning her father married off as a minor is now divorced or widowed. Zuck, the next Mishnah. If a woman makes a nedera, she will not have benefit from her father or her father-in-law if she does something for her husband. Or if she makes a nedera and says that she will not have benefit from her husband if she does something for her father or father-in-law, the husband may be made for these adarm even though they have not yet taken effect because the condition has not yet been fulfilled. Zuck, the Gemara, brings this case of a conditional nedera and says that Rebnasen says a husband cannot be made for the neder at that point, and the Chum say that he can. The Brayser then says, if she says, I will be forbidden to have Tashmish with any Yid, if I have Tashmish with you, meaning your husband, again, Rebnasen says the husband cannot be made for this neder, and the Chum say that he can't.